It's pretty amazing to see what people have made after they've passed on. People who invested a ton of time in their life to create something, whether it be music, cartoons, books, movies, whatever it might be. It's interesting to see what they made in their lifetime versus after they've passed on. What I like about that is it gives me an indication, gives us an indication of what can happen if we truly invest our time wisely into things that create residual income. For instance, it's said that when Elvis passed away, he, his net worth was about $5 million. But yet, in 2020, he made about $23 million, even though he'd been passed on for decades. What made that difference, by the way, is it said that his ex-wife, Priscilla, invested wisely upon his death. She made sure that his estate, their estate, ended up being a tourist attraction, a place where when she looked at having a net worth after taxes of less than $5 million, she was able to take this and turn it into an asset. And then eventually their daughter inherited the Elvis rights, if you will. And every year, $23 million rolls in or thereabouts, sometimes much more than that, sometimes a little bit less. Why? Because Elvis chose to perform and make about a million dollars a concert. He performed over and over again. He made movies. He performed concerts. He made music. He had a career that created assets that would produce income even, or I guess they called it in perpetuity. It would go ongoing, even beyond his death. What about Bruce Lee? He had a short life. He didn't live for very long, and when he passed... He was just starting to really break into movies, but he didn't have too many great movies yet. Mm-hmm. Not even, wasn't even very well known throughout the, well, he's starting to get to be well known throughout the world, but Bruce Lee now makes around $10 million a year. Why? Because again, he created movies. He created something that would outlast him. You know, a living person that's created quite a few assets, JK Rowling. Uh, she created books that have influenced millions of people throughout the world. And those books also spawned movies as well as, well, you can go to theme parks and everything else that has something to do with Harry Potter. She made $60 million in 2020, 60 million. She's still alive. Why? Because she created assets that impact people's lives. Charles Schultz, he drew over 17,500 cartoons in his lifetime. And he was making tens of millions of dollars every year from 1990 to 2000. His estate, now that he's passed on, still earns $30 million a year. Marilyn Monroe had quite a few movies that were very popular in her time. She currently, in in, in death, makes $13 million. That's what she made in 2020. So here's a question for you. How can you develop some products or ideas? How can you buy or create a series, a product, a business, or multiple businesses once and then get paid forever. Here's two books that if you haven't read them multiple times, they're worth the read. One is called The $100 Startup. The second book is called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. The $100 Startup basically goes through a bunch of ideas on what you could do to start a small business. And you can start one from scratch, or you can buy one. I've noticed that some people are really good at starting businesses and then selling them. Some are really good about taking really tough businesses and turning them around. But the $100 Startup is a phenomenal book to help out with that. The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss 
there's some language in it that I'm not a big fan of, and it's kind of crass in some parts, but I love the fact that the book teaches what it means to be able to truly get systems in place and hire the right people and to think alternatively to be able to develop multiple businesses if that's what you like, or at least one very successful business. Again, I go back to the part about, for me, I've noticed that I love to buy a business that's already doing well and then to improve it, to look before I even buy it at what I can do to make it great. There are those that it's not about businesses. There are those that want to create a series like, you know, Charles Schultz. That's what he did. He drew 17,500 cartoons. Which one made him famous? Which one made him very successful financially? I don't know. It might have been that over time, drip by drip, as Seth Godin talks about, drip by drip, he invested in himself. I've been podcasting on one of my podcasts for four years. At first, it was funny. People would ask how much I was making, and the answer was nothing yet. And some wondered why I do it. Well, I mostly do it to be able to give to others. But there's also a residual effect. If you do something for a few days, a few months, a few years, a few decades, if you do it well and you keep getting better, how much could you make? What would happen after you pass on? Would you still make money? Would others in your family, in your friends, community, who would benefit because you planted years and years prior? That's my challenge for you is to think, what could you to do to develop residual income? And let me talk about that briefly. Residual income is basically an opportunity to help other people and then get paid. You help someone once and you get paid over and over and over again. Your individual act is probably not going to be legendary, but if you do it well enough and get better each time and continue to help people, pretty soon you'll have a residual asset. Something that pays you in perpetuity, if I'm saying that right. Good luck.